Hey everyone, this is Natalie with Confessions of a Reluctant Caregiver, and you are listening to our special series, Diary of a Caregiver, Unashamed, Unafraid, and Uncut. As a reminder, these are my entries into the caringbridge.com website. I use this site as a way to keep everyone informed of what was going on with Jason and what we were doing. Okay. So without further ado, we are on entry number four. The date is May the 5th, 2022. And the title, Eat the Bacon. And that is quite a story. Let's get started. Hello and happy Cinco de Mayo, friends. It was another busy day full of appointments, but I'm excited to report that we are finished, done, complete, finito. Well, at least with our pre-treatment testing. We met with the speech and language therapist who happened to graduate from Randolph-Macon, had a second check from our friends at the dental department, and finished up with the simulation process at the New York Proton Center. This is where he'll receive his radiation treatment. Here's our update and takeaways from today. Medical. The side effects of the radiation to his mouth will be pretty rough. It will impact his saliva, taste, and jaw movement, both short and long-term. The blessing is that since he qualifies for the reduced dosage or intensity of radiation and chemotherapy, the side effects won't be as bad or intense, we hope. But hello. That's a blessing, an answer prayer for a better treatment option. And bonus, he gets to do really cool mouth exercises to support his swallowing, tongue movement, and jaw movement. The therapist was modeling the exercises, and all I could think of was share. And in my head, I was singing, Do you believe in life after love? And I giggled on the inside. When we met with the dental folks, they again confirmed how behind the times the Roanoke treatment protocols were. We shared that they made fluoride trays for him to use, and this is, quote, every day for the rest of his life, unquote. And the MSK doctor said, we stopped using those 20 years ago as there's fluoride toothpaste that's so much more convenient for the patient. I thought. Really? But then again, Roanoke also told us he would need to have a feeding tube and a port placed in his body before he started treatment. And of course, MSK said, we strongly advise against that. It's not the standard of care and proves to be more damaging to the patient as they have a harder time of retraining their body to swallow again. I just look at those statements as reinforcers that God got us to the right place. We prayed to be led to the right answers, and MSK is an answered prayer. Lastly, we went to the New York Proton Center. You can see the photos. It's absolutely stunning, and the staff were awesome. They took the scary out of the process, but it was still fairly unsettling. You see, they made the mask that he will have to wear during treatment to make sure that he doesn't move his head during radiation. The bonus, I'm pretty sure it will be a focal point for Jason's Halloween costume this year. Again, after a day full of more needles and scans, Jason walked out of his final appointment laughing and smiling. 
I stand in amazement. That's another answered prayer for comfort. Now, an interesting observation. We're sitting in the waiting room this morning and really all of our appointments, and I notice one connecting factor. Cancer has no borders, no off limits or exclusions. You can't barter or buy your way out of it. We saw people from every walk of life. Cancer didn't care about skin color, race, gender, ethnicity, language, age, your socioeconomic status, your shape, or even your size. What it showed was that while we are different, we are all the same. Because of that, we now have a shared experience that allows us to relate to one another, to feel connected to a common cause, a fight. Cure the cancer. You can almost hear the battle cry. I will not give up. You will never win. We fight until our last breath. And I vow to never give up. What's interesting is that patients and their families experience both fear and hope, even in the darkest of times. Some wear their worry all over their facial expressions or by their postures or movements, while others fought through their anxieties, offering warm smiles, laughter, and interesting conversations. Jason and I overheard this couple this morning. They're probably in their late 60s. They were talking. Jason was eating breakfast while we were waiting for his first appointment. And we hear the wife, who's the patient, say to her husband, who's the caregiver, I'm not going to eat that bacon. It's bad for you. And her husband says, we're in a cancer center, not a cardiology center. Eat the bacon. I immediately looked up at Jason and smiled as I remembered hearing something familiar, similar from our nutritionist who said, now's not the time to diet. I wouldn't normally say this, but eat anything you can to put on weight because there will come a time when you can no longer eat or have a desire to eat due to the pain. Mm. So to say that, or to that, I say, eat the cake every now and then at least. You never know when you won't be able to taste it or when swallowing it may feel like swallowing broken glass. That's how the treatments were described to us. I do love Evie's coconut cake and her carrot cake. Now, Evie is, sidebar, Evie's on 4th Street in Roanoke, Virginia. Holy cow, the best cake. Okay. Yeah, I'm getting old. And note, Jason did eat the bacon. That's a huge win. Here's the thing. While cancer turned our world upside down, it won't stop us from living nor experiencing joy. Without joy, there is no hope. Without hope, we lose faith. And for me, Faith is the foundation of living. And when we lose our faith, what is the point of living? So we charge on fearlessly down this scary path, moving forward one step at a time, day by day. You won't defeat me. Hashtag, my God never leaves my side. Hashtag, I will never give up. 
My hope for anyone reading this is that you will remember to stop sweating the small stuff. I think about all the times I worried over things that really just didn't matter. The things that felt so big, but were so small. Take the vacation. Spend more time with your family and friends. And most important, remember that God loves you and that your relationship with him is really what matters. He never leaves your side and always puts the right people in your life to build you up and not tear you down. Thank you to each of you who lift us up through your loving words, prayers, and acts of kindness. You are greatly appreciated. Now, tomorrow, we are full steam ahead to Roanoke. In three weeks, we return yelling our battle cry, I will defeat you. June 2nd is tentatively day one of treatment, but they want to start earlier if possible. I'll keep all of you posted. Much love, Natalie and Jason. Hashtag Handy Adventures. Hashtag Handy in the City. Hashtag We Will Not Go Silently. Thank you for listening in to today's entry, and I'll see you tomorrow.